Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, I guess we went with a short intro. Welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldea. And, uh, well, here we are. Another week, another crisis. Uh, I, I, look, I'm not one to say I told you so. But an oddly handsome Rubenesque fellow in Wisconsin told you so. Uh, because, uh, what was it after Silicon Valley bank? Everyone's like, okay, well, phew, that's over. Uh, thankfully it wasn't so bad. Um, well, another one bit the dust. Um, and, uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's not, it's not over yet. We're going to get into it because it's important. Why is it important? Uh, because some of you have children, some of you have bills. I think all of you have bills, quite honestly. Some of you have mortgages. Others of you are living in a van down by the river, and I think that's probably the smart way to go. Uh, but there's, there's there's a few ways I've thought about this. Uh, one thing is for certain, though. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter which which of my American prophetic theses uh, is it thesis? Is, is plural thesis as well? I don't know. See, I don't know everything. Uh, but one thing I know for certain, at this point, uh, you can take a chimpanzee, not even a smart chimpanzee, like the dumbest of the lot. Usually chimpanzees fling poo at each other. Pick the chimpanzee that throws the poop up in the air and tries to catch it in its mouth. The dumbest chimpanzee you can find. Put them in a room with a green light and a red light. And then ask him yes or no questions. And chances are he'd get more right than uh, either Jerome Powell or Janet Yellen at this point. If you don't know who Jerome Powell is, Jerome Powell is the Fed chair who yesterday increased uh, interest rates by another 0.25 uh, basis points. Uh, and in his speech, he said, the U.S. banking system, solid as a rock. You've got nothing to fear. Bing, bing, boing, boing. Two hours later, uh, which one is it this time? Uh, uh, West uh, was down over 50%. I think at the lowest, it was down 60%. Uh, I think that's the next one on uh, the chopping block. I think that uh, Western Alliance Bank Corp. isn't looking too hot either. So uh, the question is this. Is, is this being done purposefully? Because right now uh, we're looking at the situation and we're seeing that regional banks are under attack. They're under pressure. I mean, granted, they, they probably over leveraged and made some bad investments, whatnot, with people's money. Uh, but at this particular juncture, it, it, it seems like uh, mid-sized and small regional banks are, are on the chopping block. But back to my uh, original thesis. Take the chimpanzee, the dumb chimpanzee. Put him in the room, red light, green light. And, you know, ask him, 
three years ago. Do you think that uh, inflation will be transitory? 50-50 shot that he'll get it right. Uh, do you think that there will be a bank run? 50-50 shot that he'll get it right. Do you understand that the people who are supposed to be the brightest minds have gotten it wrong more often than a chimpanzee would? Uh, what, what is it Janet Yellen said back, I don't know, six years ago? I don't see a financial crisis occurring in our lifetime. That was a quote. Look it up. I know. How do you know this stuff? I remember things. I, I have an elephantine memory. If you don't know what that is, that's the memory of an elephant. If an elephant sees you once, he'll remember you forever. I see things that people say and they're back there somewhere and they, they spring up. Uh, now, one thing you, you should understand that while all this is going on in the banking sector, uh, the U.S. debt ceiling is uh, becoming a real and present issue. Uh, they're, they're probably going to extend it. They're going to do something because they always do. They're going to try to kick the can down the road and there's going to be no road left. And, and that's when uh, it's not going to be gradation. It's just going to be bottom falling out. But uh, the U.S. Uh, Treasury spends about $130 billion a month. The U.S. Treasury currently has $113 billion left. Even accounting for the inflows, the United States Treasury, let that sink in, not, not your, you know, whatever, Silicon Valley Bank, but the U.S. Treasury is going to be bankrupt by the end of May. What month are we in, kids? It's May! Yay, May! Tomorrow is a Cinco de Mayo, uh, as Californians would say, and as uh, the, the Spanish would say, a Cinco de Mayo. So uh, it's the 5th of May tomorrow. Yes, today is May the 4th, the year of our Lord, 2023. This is a recording, but as you can tell, it's mm-mm fresh. So, we discussed this uh, partially, but it's worth repeating because uh, some folks still aren't getting it yet. So, just to put it into context, the last three bank failures, not including uh, the one that's just about to go under, uh, but the last three bank failures in the last couple of months, as far as dollar vol volume and even adjusted for inflation, is bigger than all the bank failures uh, back in uh, 2018. So we're talking big dinero. And uh, oddly enough, uh, J.P. Morgan swept in and bought uh, the one that just failed. What is it, Pacific? And legally speaking, J.P. Morgan or any other bank in the U.S., because of what happened uh, back uh, during the Lehman Brothers debacle, no U.S. bank is allowed to hold more than 10% of U.S. debt. They were already close to 10% before they bought out Pacific. 
So my question or my thought is that somebody decided J.P. Morgan would be too big to fail. And for as long as they can keep uh, the charade, I know most people call it charade, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so uh, just sophisticated that I call it a charade. No, they're going to try to keep up the charade for as long as possible. So uh, regional banks right now just under attack. I, I think we're just going to see the domino effect increase. And uh, when you're going to see real panic among the citizens, when you're going to see real panic among the average Joe, is uh, when, when one of the big boys uh, takes it on the chin. And I told you, what, two, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I think Charles Schwab is looking primed to be that one in the U.S. that everybody's going to just stop and look around and go, uh-oh. Because so far, it's been regional banks. Um, again, just conspiracy theory, but allow it just, just, just in case. You know, I'm not going to call it American prophetic. But if, if uh, you're conspiratorial of nature, consider this. If you desire to implement the U.S. digital dollar, if you desire to have control over people's finances, their deposits, their withdrawals, and everything else, wouldn't it be smart to consolidate all the U.S. banks into one or two really big ones and they in turn promise to do your bidding Look, I, if JP Morgan Chase is allowed to acquire any more of these regional banks then I think that's the play you, you do away with, with regional banking and, and you have just a gargantuan octopus of a bank and nobody will have any other options but to bank with them. And once that happens, it becomes a lot easier to just say, hey, hey, everything is digital. But I had more, well, you know, equity from each according to their ability to each according to their needs, kids. So, you know, you got a little coin in the bank. You thought you were saving for a rainy day. Guess what? You didn't really need it. You just worked hard for it and you saved it. And, and you didn't, you know, do the things everyone else did, like, you know, buy gold rims and gold teeth and go on vacations you couldn't afford. You were responsible. You paid your bills, you paid your taxes, you set a little aside. Well, guess what? You're about to be punished for it. So I, I think right now, honestly, until they find a reason to outlaw them, uh, the only really safe place is credit unions, little local credit unions, because they're 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 not they're not big enough to be regional banks, so they're not going to be eyeing them for takeovers. But anything in the financial sector is just getting pummeled, and there's a reason for it. Now, take that, take a the debt ceiling and take the fact that uh, right now the Russians are saying that uh, somebody tried to assassinate Vladimir Putin in his own home. 
they're accusing the Ukrainians. Again, conspiracy theory or American prophetic. If it comes out to be so, then you know what? I, I should be on the TV with the pink-haired lady. She can talk about pet dinosaurs in heaven, and I can talk about what's going to happen. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past this administration to have put the Ukrainians up to it. There you go. I just said it. Can I prove it? No. Will it leak? Will it come out at some point? I'm assuming likely. Because they need a war to happen. And they just sent over, what, another $300 million in aid right after this whole thing uh, transpired? I don't know. I'm just saying. But it's something to look at because uh, eh, Russians are a little peeved. They're threatening nuclear war again. And at some point, you know, a threat becomes a reality. And that's when, uh, you know, you look out the window with your hot cup of coffee. It's sitting to my right, delicious and black. And you're like, hey, that's a beautiful sun. Why does it look like a mushroom? And there you go. So we're, look, everything is converging into one giant pit. And something has to give. Something has to happen. Because it can't go on like this anymore. Look, right now, the U.S. dollar, you can, you can basically put a fork in it. It's not going to be overnight. But you're going to see uh, your spending power, the, the value of the currency itself continue to decline. What does this mean? It means you're going to be paying more for everything. Remember, uh, some Rubenesque fellow in Wisconsin told you about hyperinflation and chicken at 200 bucks a pound. I wish it weren't so, because I can't afford $200 a pound chicken. I'm going to have to eat my neighbor's cat. And my kids are going to ask, is this chicken? And I'm going to have to go, maybe. It's not really a lie. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'll, 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 I'll look in the book, see if I'm allowed to tell them it's chicken or not. But it's going to get dark. It's going to get very dark in America. And for a people that have always had comfort, I'm not talking about, you know, the greatest generation, because those have mostly died off. If, if you were an adult in the 40s, then right now you're close to 100. This, this after, you know, the, the, the hippie generation and forward. We, and, and I include myself, because I'm an American. I'm here. I grew up here. We've never had it that bad. We, we've had moments where, you know, stock market went down and, Banks went belly up, but we always had something in the tank, as it were. We always had some sort of reserve. We always had some sort of fallback. Right now, what's our fallback? What, hiring a drag queen to to be a digital ambassador for the Navy? Was that our fallback? Because that's what just happened. I'm not lying. You can look it up. Everything I tell you, feel free to research. Unlike pet dinosaurs in heaven, the things I tell you are true. There you go. Now, now all, all, all the cat moms are going to consolidate and go, he just hates women. No, I hate false prophets and I hate bad teachers. I hate wolves that come and, and rend the, ship asu- the sheep asunder and then the sheep go, thank you. Thank you so much. That's more.
Lord, you're amazing. Is she, though? So, the U.S. Navy confirmed on Wednesday that it used the drag queen influencer as one of its digital ambassadors to attempt to recruit a white range of potential candidates. Yes. So, what kind of candidates uh, are included in this white range? Because, you know, a, a submarine is a metal tube that's underwater. I don't know about you, but I'd rather not have people with mental illness in the same metal tube underwater with me when they decide to snap. It's not like you can run and hide. So, uh, and, and this is where we are. And, and you, we're still the greatest country in the world. If you still hold to that paradigm, I'm sorry, you're blind. I love you, but you're blind. I love you, but you're wrong. Look, I used to believe it, and we were once upon a time. But right now, man, we're, we're, we're scraping the bottom to see if there's anything beneath the dirt. The influencer is active-duty U.S. Navy Yeoman Second Class Joshua Kelly, whose stage name is Harpy Daniels. Kelly served as part of the Navy's pilot ambassador program from October 2022 to March 2023 and has openly performed as a drag queen for a while, but garnered broader public attention this week after a video of him circulated on social media. Indeed, because what young men wouldn't look at a guy in a wig and a dress and go, hey, this makes me feel patriotic. I want to go join the Navy. So this is this is it. This is this is our our fallback position. Now, you may think to yourself, well, that's just a one-off. I mean, we can all find something to complain about. We can all find something. One guy in a dress and you keep well, it's not just one guy in a dress. There's more than one guy in a dress. But just in case you thought, you know what? We'll we'll leave every culture to itself. We'll, we'll let, are you okay, Gino? Did you just fall over? You're, oh, Gino's okay. So if you heard the noise in the background, it wasn't Gino. It was just the stuff he has on his desk. I, again, we are on the cutting edge of sophistication here. I mean, pretty soon, I'll just, uh, you know, input my voice into a, a, a chat bot, and it'll do the program for me. Uh, that's how sophisticated we are. <laughs> U.S. State Department. Again, it's not just that we've become a wicked nation. It's that we're incentivizing wickedness in other nations as well. Just let that sink in. We're, we're, we're taking mental illness on tour. And we're incentivizing nations, third world countries that are starving, that they, they'll do anything for a loaf of bread, and going, hey, we're going to give you some money if you do this. U.S. State Department offers funds to teach English to transgender youth in Pakistan. Yeah. 
A recently published U.S. State Department grant opportunity accepting applications through Wednesday offers tens of thousands of dollars to English teachers in Pakistan who specialize in teaching transgender youth. In addition to other marginalized communities, such as Afghan refugees. Do you think there's an agenda? We talked about the why of it, the profitability of it. One thing that we didn't talk about, what was it, last week or two weeks ago? I don't know. Time just, it, 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 it becomes innocuous to me. Uh, I just, you know, every morning is a new day, but still the same day. Uh, we talked about the profitability of it. What we didn't talk about was the fact that once somebody starts going down this road, they become a lifelong customer to whatever pharmaceuticals they need to take. It's, it's not like having an effect, infection. It's not like having a cold. You don't take it for a week or 15 days and then it's done. You're on the meds for the rest of your life a guaranteed lifelong customer. And I promise you, I know you don't believe, it's about choice. No, it's about profit. It's about money. It's always been about that. If you look at it from a spiritual standpoint, it's about spitting in God's eye and telling him he was wrong. Now, in case you thought this was it, how, where else can it go? Oh... It can go a lot farther. Now, granted, and I told you, I, I can't, I, look, I'm going to try my best not to use the words I told you on this program anymore, even though I told you. But it feels as though I'm bragging when I'm not, because this is sad to me. It's depressing. I wish that I was wrong about it. Allow me to take a sip of my hot, delicious beverage, and then uh, I'll make my next point. Those of you who are regular listeners can attest to this. We discussed the fact that, they kept, that they're going to keep trying to push pedophilia because that was, that was the next benchmark. They even rebranded it calling uh, minor attracted persons, but it's, it's still so viscerally off-putting that they haven't been able to make much headway it doesn't matter how how much sympathy they try to garner for pedophiles most people normal people will go yeah you should probably be chemically castrated that's that's where they kind of draw the line so they've pulled back on that for a minute they're they're, they're still full throttle on sexualizing children because they think to themselves that if we can sexualize enough children, if we can normalize sexualizing children, then perhaps the whole pedophilia thing uh, will, will, will catch on. It'll, it'll be more widely accepted than it is. But, you know, if, if the train is rolling down the hill, it's, it's not a good thing to try to stop it. So... Now that the transgender mountain has been conquered, the next thing on the list, and you're not going to believe this, but again, look it up. I ain't lying. Transableism. I know you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what that is. I've never heard about it. Well, 
I just brace yourselves, okay? If you haven't heard about it, brace yourselves. Transableism, in layman's terms, is perfectly normal people identifying as handicapped. I kid you not. This I American prophetic, this is going to be the next thing. There's people that can walk riding around in wheelchairs because they identify as handicapped. There's a story of a lady who identified as blind, but apparently she couldn't make it work. So she decided that the next best thing was to pour drain cleaner in her eyes and blind herself. You know how every little girl dreams to be a princess? Well, this woman dreamt to be blind and she made a way. She's so brave. So this is the next uh, flavor of mental illness. Transableism. I, I can't. Oh, Lord. Where are you? Look, I, I, I'm not a pre-tribulationist, Lord knows, but I'm still like, just make it happen quicker so you can come. Because this is getting out of hand. Just listen to this. This is the reality. It's a growing movement. Back, it's like transgenderism was back 10, 15 years ago. Now transableism is the newest thing. A troubling societal issue called transableism is attracting attention these days. You don't say. Transableism is a newer term for body integrity identity disorder. That's a mouthful. So you can just call it crazy. It's a new term for crazy. In which a person actually identifies as handicapped. BIID has been relabeled to transableism to align with today's trans community according to some. Oh, see, now I'm getting a migraine and I don't even get migraines. The point of changing the identifier from a psychiatric condition to an advocacy term is to harness the stunning cultural power of gender ideology. So how long before you see lazy fat people parking in handicapped spots going, I, I identify as handicapped? What, 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 you're 75 and you have no legs? I don't care. I identify as having no legs either. I got the spot first. This is insanity. We, we need a purging. We need fire. It's gotten to that point that even like people on just on the outskirts, on the outside looking and not aware of what's going on going, yeah, this is a little nuts. And then they're promptly, you know, deplatformed and their jobs are called and their bosses are told that they're uh, now they're transableist phobic. How dare you? How dare you not validate my identity as being a cripple? Oh, we're going to we're going to finish this. You need to know. You need to know what's happening so that when judgment comes, you're not going to go, Lord, why would you do such a thing? This is why. 
the further we get from the light of truth, the further we get from the light of the gospel, the further we get from the Bible, the further we get from Christ, the further we get from Christianity, the worse we're going to become as human beings. We're, we're, it's, it's going to be rare for someone to identify as human. The point of changing the identifier from a psychiatric condition to an advocacy term is to harness the stunning cultural power of gender ideology. And in that statement, you realize and understand why this movement of transgenderism has grown in number. Why one out of what, 10 kids now identify as non-binary or transgender? Because it's a powerful cultural movement a scrawny kid put on a dress and he got contracts from maybelline and bud light by the way i i'm i don't i don't drink personal choice if you have a beer i'm i'm not gonna send you to hell hell i'm i'm not gonna you know ask saint peter to lock the doors i'm not one of those people don't get drunk that's a different thing If you're walking around not knowing what your name is, falling, you know, in in the gutter and waiting for somebody to pick you up, you've got a problem. You need to stop and you need to repent. If you have a beer once in a blue moon, well, hopefully it's not Bud Light anymore, but they're, they're hurting. And I told you this, and see, I just broke my own promise. I told you I wasn't going to say I told you, but I told you. The only way to hurt these people is in their pocketbook. We mentioned this for the past two, three years. That is the only thing you can do, not to stop this, but at least to slow down the crazy. Hit them where it hurts. Take away the money that you're giving them. I don't know. Brew your own IPA. I don't know. Whatever that is. I've heard a couple of guys that I know, I'm going to start my own microbrewery. Well, why? You got nothing better to do? Go volunteer at a homeless kitchen. Start your own brewery. And now I'm going to have somebody write it. Brother, you know, I took it personally because I have a own Stop. It's generalizing. Everybody's upset about something. That one guy, there's, there's one guy that hounded me. Because I, I, I said that it was easy uh, trading Forex. <gasps> How dare you? Stop. Don't be so sensitive. If you're that sensitive about words, how are you going to endure persecution, real persecution, the torture kind of persecution? Because right now it's not even like spiritually based, but France is sending people to re-education camps for uh, insulting Macron. Like, you say something bad about Macron? Come with us. There used to be that picture on the internet about that Chinese guy that was in some sort of mechanism where his knees were up to his, you know, chin, and and he was encased in metal just sitting there waiting to die. That's a Chinese re-education camp. So I don't know if the French took it that far, but if you let them, they will. And I guarantee you, people like uh, Senor Swalwell, and people like Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez believe that it's a great idea to re-educate people. Because 
with enough people re-educated, we can uh, progress. You know, we can we can move forward. It's 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 the people that that still believe in binary gender. It's the people that still believe God only created male and female that are the problem. They need to be re-educated. I, I still want to. <laughs> I still want to finish this translation because I look if this catches on, then we deserve whatever it is that's coming. I'm sorry, you deserve it. You, I, I, and again, see, this is another demographic I'm about to annoy to the point that they're never going to listen again. If you think the aliens want anything to do with you, you're out of your mind. They're they're they're, they're looking down on Earth, going trans what? Gender trans able. These people are insane. Why? Why? Why would we want anything to do with them? Oh, are you admitting there's aliens? No, I'm not. Stop. There's enough to talk about without starting to talk about elongated skulls and without talking about alien spaceships and the fact that Tucker Carlson got fired because he was digging too deep into Roswell. He got fired because it was a message. It was a message to every other talking head that gets paid by a corporation. It was a message to everyone that is not independent or that doesn't care if they make any money or that doesn't care if peanuts.com offers them a contract. And it was the loudest message they could possibly send. We got rid of the goat. Do you think we'll have any qualms about getting rid of you? And again, see, it's just division upon division today. (laughs) Tucker Carlson wasn't the goat. Look, goat, for those of you that, that think I'm talking about livestock, goat is the greatest of all time. Look, honestly, personal opinion. But he was only a television personality for a bit. The greatest of all time, in my opinion, as far as profundity regarding politics, was Rush Limbaugh. Uh, that, that's my personal. But he smoked cigars. You know what? So did the Spurgeon. So stop. Look, you, you're always going to find something that somebody did that you don't approve of. And if that's going to be your barometer, then I could just imagine if this nation exists in 15 or 20 years, anybody trying to run for president in 20 years, because by then they would have had a Facebook account, they would have had Twitter, they would have had Instagram. I'm just waiting for for the next uh, biracial, uh, one-eyed, amputee vice president, female, you know, for somebody to uncover her uh, weekends in Cabo and plaster those babies. I mean, not for nothing, but Robinette, he's he's just shooting himself in the face because he's retarded. But it's not as though somebody uncovered pictures of kids playing with his leg hair. He confessed it. He bragged about it. But imagine what's going to happen 20, 30 years down the line when all these people running for office are going to have so much baggage they're going to need to just rent a truck. You have no idea. But again, 
back to transableism. <laughs> oh, some days, some days, kids, some days. Let's start this paragraph over again, and I will uh, power through. I, I, I will not stop. I will not waver. I shall power through. The point of changing the identifier from a psychiatric condition to an advocacy term is to harness the stunning cultural power of gender ideology to the cause of allowing doctors to treat BIID patients by amputating healthy limbs, snipping spinal cords, or destroying eyesight, according to Evolution News and Science Today, which reports on on and analyzes evolution, neuroscience, bioethics, intelligent design, and other science-related issues. Culturally, transableism is the next abyss. Why? Because some of these people mutilate themselves. Others ask surgeons for an amputation or for the transection of their spinal cord. These are people that want to be paralyzed. That's what it means when when you snip somebody's spinal cord. The, you're paralyzed. What was that guy, the guy that played Superman that fell off the horse? Christopher Reeves. Remember him? Way, way back. Not, not these modern-day Superman, the, the original Superman. Christopher Reeves. He fell off a horse, broke his spine. Paralyzed, breathing through a tube for the rest of their lives. Now you understand what it means to be given over. Now you understand what it means to have one's conscience seared. Able-bodied people choosing to have their spinal cord severed because they quote-unquote identify as paraplegics. And if you say anything about it, If you point out the lunacy of this, well, you're just phobic. They're living their truth. See, that's that's the problem when you start allowing anything other than the truth. When the truth gets bisected into my truth and your truth, you have people thinking that it's perfectly fine to have their spinal cord severed on purpose. They identify as such. The National Institutes of Health notes on its website, those with BIID desire the amputation of one or more healthy limbs or desire a paralysis. A North Carolina college student called transableism a cry for attention. It's offensive to people who actually suffer from the condition that you say you need in order to be your true self. Well, that's just being bigoted, isn't it? By the way, who's going to pay for these people's care? Huh? 
Can they go on disability once they voluntarily have their spine severed? These are questions that we need to answer because this is where we're moving towards. Like I said, they, they tried pedophilia on, on the normal folk, and the normal folk go, nope, too far, too far. All right, let's go back to sexualizing children some more. But hey, you know, now, now that we see the great power, now that we see what public sentiment and, and, and the cultural power of gender ideology can do, let's push this on people. In one case of BIID, Victoria Almy, 53, a senior credit analyst in Oslo, Norway, identifies as disabled and uses a wheelchair even though she has no physical handicap. Almy is also transgender, according to heraldscotland.com. So apparently uh, you can have more than one mental illness. You can be crazy with a cherry on top. Almy said on the morning TV program Good Morning Norway in 2022 that it had been a lifelong wish to have been born a woman paralyzed from the waist down. Tell me, oh dear listener, do you think that a senior credit analyst in Oslo, Norway would have been invited to go on Good Morning Norway had she or it or it, him, I don't, hold, I'm trying to make sense of this. It wishes that it had been born a woman paralyzed from the waist down, so apparently it's a dude. So do you think this dude would have been invited on Good Morning Norway if he remained a dude with no desire of being paralyzed from the waist down? It's what happens when you give talentless, unimpressive, unremarkable people a platform. One Arizona internist called today's transabilism a delusional disorder. If that is a delusional disorder, why isn't transgenderism? Just a logic question. I know. No, it's not true because we can, it's a, it's a spectrum. It's not. God created man and woman. Not man that, that is feminine, not woman that is masculine, just man and woman. The parts fit. In my opinion, but, oh, apparently he did. Well, you know what? Slow clap for this person. Jane Orient, hats off, even though I'm not wearing a hat. I applaud thee. In my opinion, both transgen- transgender and transabled persons suffer from a delusional disorder. Jane Orient, a general internist in Tucson, Arizona, and executive director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons told Fox News Digital via email. The oath of Hippocrates, or Hippocrates, uh, adjures physicians to do no harm, Horian says. Now, uh, if one of you wants to start a uh, 
what do you call those things? Uh, like the the people that that bet who's going to win the Super Bowl. One of those things. I don't even know. See, I don't I'm, I don't know everything. But if if you want to start a pool, let's say, as to how long it's going to be before uh, Jane Orient is no longer the executive director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, uh, do so. I have it at seven days. There's no way they're going to let this woman keep her job after telling the truth. No way. She continues, mutilating the body is an objective harm, even if it makes the patient subjectively feel better, she added. The disability is lifelong and imposes burdens on others, and neither patients nor physicians can duck responsibility for that. Orient also noted with transgenders, the follow-up is generally very short. Not sure about the elective amputee, she said. The no-other-way excuse is a cop-out. We need to find other ways, she said. Denial of reality is anti-scientific. And again, slow clap for you, madam. I am sorry that you're about to lose your job. Hopefully someone will send a fruit basket. Because they're not going to let this slide. How dare you demean transgenders and transablest people? I mean... Please, walk a mile in our high heels and then you can judge. Yeah, I still blame the church for everything. We allowed this. Our silence allowed this. Our cowardice allowed this. Our unwillingness to be uncomfortable allowed this. So you know what? It's our fault. Now, in case you thought there were still, you know, I mean, well, at least they still allow Christian universities. Uh, Baylor University, by the way, if you don't know what Baylor is, I'll tell you. Baylor University is the world's largest Baptist university. And you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, the Baptists, they're straight shooters. Uh, Baylor University hosts LGBTQ student groups' queer sex ed night. Because why not? Baylor University, the world's largest Baptist university, not just the U.S.'s, but the world's. (sighs) Hosted. Ooh, see, you should have known where it was going. And again, I know, you're like, you could, do you know how much prep I do for this program? Uh, the time it takes for my coffee to percolate. It's, it's with the little K-cups, so maybe a minute and a half to three minutes. So I didn't even read this article. I just saw the headline and I said, oh, dear Lord. And then uh, apparently Baylor University uh, hosted a queer sex ed night whose advertisement also featured a Planned Parenthood logo, but they also hosted Beth Moore for a conference on racism in the white church. I didn't, I, I didn't even know about the Beth Moore thing. 
with a caption that reads, Secret is out, see you tomorrow. You can still DM us to become a member and join our queer sex ed. It quickly became apparent that the event was sponsored by PRISM, an alliance of mostly openly and unrepentant queer Christian students at Baylor that has bought into all the lies of the culture. Baylor can repeatedly tout their Christian creds, but the game is nearly up. Despite affirming that the mission of Baylor University is to educate men and women for worldwide leadership, what kind of leadership? That's the question now, isn't it? Uh, Someone far wiser than I said about 2,000 years ago that a good tree produces good fruit. On the other hand, a bad tree produces bad fruit. So the biggest Baptist university in the world is churning out quote-unquote leaders that stayed through this to graduate and get a diploma. Look, if, if the Baylor students were at Baylor, Baylor to further the kingdom of God or to understand God or to understand his sovereignty or his grace, there would have been a mass walkout and cancellation of their checks when this was allowed to happen. I'll let the best more things slide, even though the topic of uh, conversation was kind of ludicrous. Racism in the white church. God doesn't see color, dummy. I'm sorry. The fact that you participated makes me think even less of you, and I didn't think that was possible. God's not Michael Jackson. It's black. It's white. He sees sheep and goats, righteous and unrighteous, saved and unsaved. But do you think you're sold to different color just because your pigment is? You're a dummy. I didn't even know this happened, but now you understand. Look, look, I, you pick on Beth Moore too much. You still think it's true that I pick on her too much? This is the level of spiritual understanding that this woman has. That she would participate in a conference on racism in the white church. What happened to God? God sees neither Greek nor Roman. He sees neither female or female, neither bondservant or slave or master. God, God sees saved and unsaved. I, I'm, I'm just going to start identifying as transable to get better parking. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what my disability is yet. But once I discover it, I'll let you know. Look, we're in a mess. We're in such a mess. And the people that are responsible, or that should be responsible, that, that should be vociferous, that means loud and vocal, about telling you we're in a mess, and that we need to repent in sackcloth and ash, 
aren't doing it. You got the biggest Baptist university churning out leaders, supposed shepherds, that will lead sheep to poisoned destruction. You have spiritual leaders like Beth Moore lending her voice to something as inane as racism in white churches. And you're still shocked at the state of the world? Tell me how that works. Were you expecting the world to be more moral or righteous than the church? That's, that, that's never going to happen. If this is what is happening in the church, nothing that happens in the world should surprise you. We've strayed so far from the sufficiency of Christ that we believe in order to attract anyone. I'm, I'm just going to read the title of, of this to you. I don't have time to get into it, but just, just listen. Christian Men's Conference feature Black Panther, Motocross, and a tank driven by Chuck Norris crushing cars while Danger Zone plays. This is what the current spiritual elite feel they need in order to attract people to the house of God. I return to my previous question. What happened to the sufficiency of Christ? And if you don't believe in the sufficiency of Christ, why are you still calling yourself a church? That's the question. Look, we want to fix the world, but if we have any hope of it, we need to fix the church first. Because if we don't get to repenting, if we don't get to that stage of sackcloth and ash, when judgment does begin, it's going to begin in God's house. Make no mistake about it. And when that happens, I don't know how many will be left standing. Because your shepherds haven't fed you. And all you are is wool and bone. The only thing your shepherds know how to do is fleece you. And keep you soft and docile. They're horrified by the idea of you growing spiritually. They're horrified by the idea of you understanding what a relationship with Christ really is. 
because then they lose control. And they can't have that. They just bought the land where they're planning on building a $4 million house for themselves and calling it a parsonage. There is wool yet to be sheared. So what if the end result of their deception is your death? At least they have their $4 million parsonage. And this started out so joyously, didn't it? I mean, bank runs and bank failures and all this. That was, just the, 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 that, that was the happy 15 minutes of the program. We're hurting, kids. We're hurting. And we don't want to acknowledge that the remedy is death of self and repentance. Because that would mean walking away from the sins of the flesh that we love so much. So anyway, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe, maybe my trans-able ailment will be uh, severing my vocal cords. Ah, I kid. I, stop. Stop. I don't, don't, don't start writing emails. It was a joke. It was a bad joke, but not all of them can be winners. So we'll see you next week. God bless you. Gino, if you've got anything to say, it's yours. Thank you, Mike. Well, Isaiah says, you know, I look for a man to stand in the gap, finding none. And that's the sin of being silent in, in the face of evil when we're supposed to be the head, not the tail. We're supposed to have the authority of God. And, and, you know, we see this everywhere around the country. We see it in my hometown. When they have a drag show at the park and only one or two groups of church people show up out of over 20 churches in the town, not including the five or six that support the show. And now down in the Bible Belt, in good old Franklin, Tennessee, same thing going on. The council approved by the mayor's vote uh, a whole gay pride event in the park down there called Harlingsdale Farms. And 120 people came and protested it and spoke against it, and maybe 10 were for it. And the mayor, who I know for sure probably goes to a church, gave it the 5-4 vote. Because, Lord forbid, we hinder these rights that they scream to have. The right to what? Seduce our kids. The right to be perverted. The right to dress men as women and women as men. The right to claim, you know, God will overlook it. And the right to tell us to shut up. Uh, do what they want to do even so many groups getting public financing, state-run financing, government financing. And, and you know, if the church is silent, then you've got to ask the question, either they're afraid to fight back or they don't feel the cause is worthy of, of, of fighting back. And where does it leave you if you feel the cause isn't worth fighting back against? You know, where does it leave what you believe? What you believe should be defend, defended, stood for, fought for, no matter what. In the public arena, 
in the jail cell you might get one day for saying homosexuality is a sin or being put in the gulag because you're a preacher of righteousness could easily come down the road in America. And then try to be silent when they haul you off to the jail. Well, maybe it's the silence that allowed some of the impending problems to come because we didn't speak out loud enough. And that's the trouble of what God said, looking for what? Men to stand in the gap. And we've got to pray for the church to get out of the lethargy zone, apathy zone. And, you know, be the light on the hill, hopefully with a horn in their mouth of warning. Either way, thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. It will be uh, played again tonight on Blog Talk at 6 o'clock Central Time, and we will get it up today on the Rumble channel. So have a great day in the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all.